Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Christopher U podcast. This is a podcast about all things cultural, food, media, sports, video games, and the artistic struggle. Let's make the ordinary extraordinary. So come on in. Just don't forget to take your shoes off. And today, our next guest is the one and only. She's an actor. She's a writer. She is currently, if you're watching the video recording of this podcast, you'll see that she's sitting in a gamer chair, though she's not too much of a gamer herself. We're not sponsored, so I'm not going to say the name of it, even though you can obviously see it. But anyways, it's a great friend of mine that who uh, just finished a wonderful uh, project that we're going to get into, the one and only Mariah Kuzby, everybody! Hello! <laughs> hey! Hi! <laughs> Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I'll do, I'll do our, our, our little origin story, how we know each other and all that for stuff. Sure. So let's see here around 2016 or 17 or so. Wow. A lifetime ago. <laughs> it was a lifetime ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, uh, we were both involved in a show at Concordia University, uh, Shakespeare Project, and it was crazy because I never auditioned for it. I had a good friend of mine who was in it, but then he had to work, and so he had to drop out, and so he recommended me to our director who gave me a chance. <clears throat> Whoa, I don't know if I knew that, or if I did, I forgot it. Yeah, I don't think I told anyone because I was just like, I'm happy to be here, <laughs> you know, and uh, yeah. And so we did um, we did some Shakespeare in the park, basically, in Con Concordia's um, amphitheater. And uh, and that's how we met. And basically, here we are now. It's, it's <laughs> we had we had a summer of seeing each other pretty often. <laughs> and now and now we're here. And uh, the reason why primarily that Mariah is here is that she uh you guys have finished shooting you're all done right yeah we just wrapped the last week the weekend before last yeah okay great so uh she just wrapped a amazing uh short film that she wrote and it's called messy and I'll say what I had a great the privilege to read the script because I got to audition for a role. So I actually got to read it which was super exciting so super curious seeing all the Instagram posts and everything about it. But essentially, um, it's this wonderful film about this character whom you play, aka Mo, aka Mariah, right? Yep. And me. yep, and she's this awesome, super loyal, there for her friends young lady who's transitioning into her 30s. So initially, you think it's like this coming of age film. This is my impression, and then we'll hear the actual <laughs> that, what it's about from Mariah. But you're you think, on it. Sorry, you, got you, it. You, you think it's this like coming of age film? You know, it, it it all takes place within her friend's bathroom at like a friend's birthday party. So first of all, super cool to envision. I'm sure it's gonna be great to watch. Everything takes place in the in the bathroom. They're having these conversations, and every once in a while, like people come in and do like funny stuff, like take drugs, blah blah blah. So it's it, it's very it's very exciting. Um, so it's this, it's this great, you know, coming of age thing where it's, you know, young folks are moving out of their twenties into their thirties and kind of coming into who they really are. And along that same, uh, vein, the main character played by Mariah, the characters, Mariah or Mo, um, is kind of realizing, uh, herself and what she wants and what she stands for and what she, in some cases is not going to put up with anymore. 
And um, part of that is, you know, I think comes with being older and seeing who you are. But I think what's so great in that film, um, you have this really great line about needing more black friends. And for those of you who are listening only, Mariah's half half white, half black. And so the character is half white, half black. So if you're, yeah. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And uh, I really love that line because I feel like that's such a, that's, that's so wonderful as just like any minority in this country to feel like, you take you, you take a moment. You go, oh man, you know, uh, huh? <laughs> I got myself here somehow. Um, not that it's a bad thing, but anyways, I love that. So it's this it's this amazing you know project about all of these amazing things that make us who we are, and I feel like is such a huge is becoming more and more of a focus, especially in our generation during this time. People are learning to embrace who they really are, and that means who we are, you know, ethnically, nationally our um like gender identity so mm. on and so forth so um it's a wonderful short film but anyways did i get it <laughs> you got it you nailed it yes okay i don't have to say anything that's great all right thanks everyone <laughs> rate this podcast five stars um okay cool so how did this amazing project come come along what's what's the story like what what, what goes from you know what would be cool to see a film like this to like fuck it i'm gonna make it you know what i mean like please enlighten enlighten us yeah um (laughs) it was so my good friend nicole lip she's the director and she also plays my best friend whose party i'm at in the movie uh i was at a party at her house and i was drunk in the bathroom and you know when you like you're this is for me at least i hope that this is a universal thing i'm not (laughs) the weirdo in the bathroom but I when I'm at a party in a bathroom that's where I find out how drunk I actually am it's like a very like a true like reckoning with yourself of where you're at um and I while I was in the bathroom was like what if there was a movie that took place entirely in the bathroom during a party uh and I wrote it in my phone and then I went outside of the bathroom and told Nicole and she was obsessed with it like to the nth degree possibly an unhealthy amount (laughs) obsessed with this idea and then I just kind of was like you know it was just a one-off whatever it didn't really mean anything to me at the time um and she just kept pushing me to write it and write it and so finally eventually I went over to her house and we just kind of like storyboarded a little bit with it Mm. um and then the pandemic happened and you know, all of the things that came along with the past year and a half of our lives. Uh, and it kind of stopped. I was like, wasn't feeling any kind of creative anything. Mm. Um, but there was also in that time, you know, a whole racial awakening with the whole country. Um, and that led to a bunch of conversations with my friends. And like, just like in the movie, I have majority white friends. Um, so there were a lot of like, you know, funny, maybe awkward conversations about race. Uh, and somewhere in that, I was just like, oh, this is what this movie is. Um, I finally started writing it. And I just came up with the idea wow. of like leaning into that um, story that is my own story. And then I wrote it. And it was really bad. The first draft was really <laughs> bad. <laughs> um, and then I kept editing and editing and editing. And then here we are. Wow. What, 
what has your experience been like, right? Is this like the first, like biggest project you've written or, cause I mean, you have like your blog on your website and like things yeah. like that. So like you do like write, but obviously script writing and writing to share your perspective as, as a person, you know what I mean? Totally. Two different things. Um, yeah. I, the first time I wrote really anything was in college. Um, my senior year, I did what we called an honors project and you basically wrote a play, um, and then put it up at the end of the year. So I had written, I've written a couple plays before, uh, I've written like spoken word. And like you said, I have the blog. Um, so I write all the time, but this was the first time I'd written anything feature ish, anything mm. for film at all. Um, yeah, it was a big step, a big, scary step to take. Wow. Wow. Not to like, <clears throat> I'm not trying to, you know, put you up on a platform or anything, but you know, when you like message me on like Instagram, like, Hey, I like you to read for this and everything. <laughs> you know, I always, I always tell my, my, uh, my girlfriend, Monica, you know, she's kind of like my manager in, in, a, in a way where I'm like, Oh, Hey, a friend, you know what I mean? I, I try, I try, you know, so I, I tell that. her what's, what's going on. Right. And so like I read it and she was like, Oh, how was it? You know? And of course, obviously I'm not gonna hold back from her, but, um, I, I really liked it. I thought, Thank yeah, you. it was great. It was like fun. It, it, it wrote this, like, I think, I think like writing comedy has to be one of the hardest things in the world. Yeah. You know it, what I mean? It's like a, it's such a vulnerable thing. Like comedy mm. is like, it's funny because these characters are at their most vulnerable and they're just mm. like showing it all. Yeah. And I, I think it's that, it's that point right there that you you allowed them to be the, the characters are are like vulnerable you know and, uh, and it's not like a comedy for like comedy's sake you know but it's yeah. it's it's only it only has like comedic elements because like you said there's these moments that these characters are vulnerable and they're a hundred percent relatable like these are like real people you know yeah. um and so because of that that's where like the humor comes from which is you know, in my humble opinion, where like really good humor can be like found. You totally. Know? So, oh man, well, great job, honestly. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. It was, I wrote it specifically for like, I would say maybe half of the cast that was in it. I wrote it for them mm. um, and they are my best friends. So, you know, writing that vulnerability and the like, you feel that they're real people. It's because it was, honestly easy to just be like i've been in this experience anytime i'm at a party with these people before right 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 <laughs> that's hilarious um go, going back to the the bathroom thing yeah um <laughs> when you're like at a party i i i have this you know scientifically certified litmus test about like how to confirm if i'm actually like you know like drunk Yes. is if i go to the bathroom and please let me know if you do this as well <clears throat> excuse me if i if i talk to my reflection oh yeah that's when i know oh, oh we've a hundred percent every time we've we've crossed the line here <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean and like i don't even know what it is but i'll just like look at myself and then it's as almost as if like i'm looking at myself looking at myself and i see that i'm a little huh yeah like, hey yeah you're you know uh, you're feeling yeah. it right or it's like a oh boy buddy you what happened here you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
I, the other day was listening to, I think it was the Dax Shepherds podcast, the mm-hmm. armchair expert, uh, with Matthew McConaughey. And he was telling this story, a similar story. I wish I had a Matthew McConaughey impression that I could do while I was saying this, but I absolutely do not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he, he was like, when I get, I'm about to get like really hammered. He says he checks in with himself in the bathroom mirror. And he just says, tomorrow's going to be really hard for you, but tonight is going to be great. <laughs> so let's just know that tomorrow's going to be a hard time. <laughs> that's really great. I like that. That's, I love it. that's good. These, <laughs> these um, group of friends that mm-hmm. you wrote this film, you know, you had in mind. Um, what, what's, what's like the backstory? How, how long have you, have you known them and like all that stuff? Yeah. Um, we all went to college together. Mm-hmm. We went to UCSB. We were in the BFA acting program together. Um, so I've known them for, I don't know how many years out of college I am a, a little under a decade. <laughs> um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and it's funny, actually, if, if I want to get like real deep into our history and our backstory. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, as long as okay, cool. you feel like comfortable for that. I'm not, I'm not going to sell secrets on the black market for like Bitcoin, but yeah. I just like to tell it cause it's like a funny, it's funny to me. Okay. Um, <laughs> We, so we all went to college together. Nicole, who directed, uh, Grace, who plays Andy, another one of my best friends in the movie. Um, both of them, I was not friends with in college. Nicole and I like really did not get along. Like Nicole was, you know, in her, she was full on her character, Brittany. She was just kind of like, we came from two different worlds and we did not see eye to eye in college. Um, and Grace actually <laughs> was, uh, ended up with someone who my other best friend was dating. Um, and so we both had really sketch introductions to each other. Um, <laughs> and now they're two of my best friends. <laughs> we just kind of like came together after college. Um, and we went through like really intense things together um, post-college that really like brought us really close. Hmm. And that's how we became friends. Wow. That's, that's <laughs> awesome. So <clears throat> who oh my gosh did you did you have um did you have someone in mind or a like specific audience or um when when writing this film you know like who's it who's it for like did you have I mean yeah did you have that sort of like foresight into into it or was it just like I just gotta get this out now a little bit of both maybe it was definitely like gotta get this out um and it was also like I hope that this would be for me if I was you know out in the world as if I was the audience member for this it would be the person like me it would be someone coming into their 30s someone who like understands what it's like to not be white in a majority white world um I had a really interesting, one of our producers that came on kind of later in the project, um, she's biracial too, she's black and Latina. And I didn't know, she doesn't look mixed right away when you look at her, so I didn't know right away. Um, But she later had this really beautiful moment um, where she was like, I just want you to know that I'm also mixed and like, this is why I came on to this project. Like the script was for me. And I was like, wow, that's great, that's exactly, what I wanted, like, that's all I want is for, um, you know, the person who is me out in the world watching it to feel the same way I feel when I watch something that like 
I feel like I'm represented in. Hmm. Wow. That's, oh man, that's so cool. Uh, <laughs> do you think like what's next, you know? Oh, actually what, what's next in terms of the next steps of like the process of like putting this film out, but now, but, but now, but now that you've, you, you know, you've done this project, you know, and you're probably very happy with it, you know, like, do you, do you continue wanting, do you continue to want to write pieces like, like this that are like for, for you essentially, or. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, so next steps for messy, just the short, um, we are going to enter editing pretty soon post-production. The goal is to enter it into festivals um, and just see what happens from there. Hmm. Um, I also have started writing up brainstorming and ideas for turning um, this short into a series. Um, and just like, you know, being with these characters longer. Um, my like dream goal in life would to be, would be that, would to be, uh, would to be, wow, words, um, <laughs> would be to write and act in um, a show that I've written. Wow. That's just like, you know, like something that was definitely a inspiration for Messi and just my writing in general. Um, I remember when girls came out when I was in college on HBO and that was just like, that was my shit. I loved that show. Mm -hmm. And then insecure came out later and I was like, Oh my God, black people too. What? (laughs) (laughs) This is crazy. Um, I get to actually like see myself in this version of like, you know, life that I was watching before that I wished I was in. Um, yeah. So that's definitely dream goal for me in general. Wow. Do, do you, do you feel like as, as, as an artist having that I'm, I'm doing this for myself, like how like crucial is that? Because for me, right. When the pandemic started, definitely went through this, you know, I, I don't know what I'm going to do like creatively, you know? And um, I I have this like back and forth relationships with like acting where Mm. I really love theater and like the power of good theater. Um, Yeah. In my, okay, this might be a hot take, but I think really good theater, like, like top of the line theater um, and sorry, I'm just talking about like, you know, straight plays, not musicals. Sure. Are better than f- really good films. Oh, yeah. I agree. I don't think it's a hot take. <laughs> okay. I, I'm just saying, like, I'm such a theater snob. I'm like, I feel like everyone should have to train in theater before going on to anything else. I think mm. it is just the purest uh, of our art form. Yeah, because I think really what it comes down to is that you're right there in person experiencing it and like seeing life happen in front of you. And that that I mean, that is as close to seeing this in real life. You know what I mean? Like type of thing. Definitely. And like as an actor, you get to do the whole thing in sequential order. You get to live that whole life. Yeah. Whereas in filming, you're who knows what you're doing at any point in time. It'll be like, okay, you just had the most dramatic scene. Now you're exiting. And just pretend like all of that just happened. No, just yeah. exit. 
That's all we need. It's the only shot we need. But you know, with theater, it's the whole thing in yeah. one in one sitting. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay, great. So <laughs> I'm glad we agree. Um, yeah. So you know, the pa- pandemic started, and um, during this time, I, um, my, you know, my girlfriend and I were we're just taking in like a lot of content, mm-hmm. and almost in a similar vein to you when you started watching these shows that you felt that you could identify with because like insecure, there were, you know, people from the black community. Yeah. I was like, man, I, I, you know, felt the other way where I was like, I want to see more things that I feel like I can identify with, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, so of course now we have this podcast where I can, Oh, fuck it. I'll just create a platform where we can talk about those things that I like basically, yeah. you know? And Initially, it felt very like selfish in a way. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me more. Uh, Yes, therapist. (laughs) Um, Yeah, because, you know, I was I was listening to like a bunch of podcasts, right, about different things that I like, whether it's like athletics or like martial arts or video games or you know whatever right and I was like man there should just be a place where you you could talk about like all those things um together granted I haven't talked about all of those things yet um (laughs) but you know what I mean um to create you know just like a neutral safe place where we can all just talk right about the things we want to talk about I was like okay I'll create that you know create that myself but yeah initially i was like oh man it feels it feels kind of selfish because i'm like i'm real i'm 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 just doing it kind of for me (laughs) because you know i mean no one's paying me to do this freaking thing you know so i'm just doing it for me obviously like my friends and before we hit record you know to kind of um put create these little time capsules with people that i like look up to you know um but yeah i think that that what 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 has your experience been about you know i'm gonna do this like for myself and how 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 uh valuable do you think that is as like a creative or artist or what have you i think you should not feel like it's selfish i know know. (laughs) (laughs) It it is selfish but i think you need that as an artist um I was reading some interview with, and I can't even remember who it was, but some writer on some show that I love. Um, And they were just saying, everything you see in art is from another person's experience. Um, In the writer's room, all of us are just sharing all of these personal stories. And we just put those stories into these characters and adjust them a little bit to make them fit. Um, I think creating storytelling of any kind is so personal like it has to be for you you have to be doing it for you it's also so hard it's so fucking hard (laughs) and like you get so many no's throughout your entire life that if you're not doing it for you you won't keep doing it Mm. you'll just stop because Mm. what is the point Mm. yeah I mean that's (laughs) yeah that's what it comes down to if it's for you there's someone else out there who needs it too maybe that's the way i justify it for myself whoa it's not it's it's selfish but it's also not it's very giving 
Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I'm going to sit with that for a while. Sit with it. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for your time. (laughs) Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. Take care. Um, Yeah. Wow. (laughs) That's so that's so great. Let's talk about something else while that like simmers. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I want to talk about your website. Okay. Because we both have something. Yes. That we share right at the beginning of my podcast. I talk about come on in. Just don't forget to take your shoes off on your website. You're asking people, welcome in. Feel free to take your shoes off. What may, may I ask? How? <laughs> I honestly, when I wrote that, it's uh, just for some context. It's like the front page of my website. It's like a picture of me. It says, "Hi, I'm Mariah." Whatever. Come on in. Take your shoes off. I don't. I I guess it's like a. a I don't know. Maybe it's, it's not a thing. It's not a thing. Said. Is it a thing? <laughs> I, don't I don't think it's a thing. It's like when you take your shoes off, you're, that's when you know you're staying for a while. You're comfy. Right. You're going to be here a while. It's like when you when friends come over to my house, if they don't take their shoes off, I'm like still on edge. I'm like, oh, you're are you OK? Do you need anything? I feel like <laughs> I need to be a host. But if they take their shoes off, they're just here with me at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, I say, I say, take your shoes off because I mean, I just think it's important that you take your shoes off when you enter someone's home. I see. It's a like courtesy respect thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, it just like makes sense, you know? It does. And don't uh, outside. <laughs> yeah, don't bring that. Don't bring, you know, there's, there's two things I, I swear by, right? It's you, you, you take your shoes off when you like walk in somewhere, right? And showering at night. Oh. Yeah. These are. I do not have these things. <laughs> <laughs> I like sometimes people will say things to me about, you know, just like, I don't know what you call that, like politeness or taboos things that you're like supposed to do right function in the world because your parents told you to do them right, right. my parents did not tell me these things and i don't know why <laughs> they just they just want you to be your own person that's <laughs> just like that's the beautiful thing i like, figure it out but it's nice though like showering before bed you get into your bed clean that's what i'm saying i don't do it and i wish i did oh you gotta <laughs> Just think about it. <laughs> I'll, I'll try. I'll try to do it more. Yeah. Because then, like, it's harder to sleep when you've got, like, the day's funk on you. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You know? And then you wake up and, I mean, shower, showering in the morning is nice. Because, That's what I do. Yeah. 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 It, it's very, like, refreshing and things like that. But here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. Is it only refreshing Okay, yes, it does like wake you up and it's yeah. it's good. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there's this like refreshing, rejuvenating aspect of it. But is it only refreshing and rejuvenating because you didn't shower last night? You know what I'm saying? You know, probably. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> I also have this weird thing with showering that like my hair is a whole nother mm. dimension 
<laughs> cleaning my body, like washing my body is one thing, but then like washing my hair is another thing. And mm. maybe I don't need to wash my hair before bed tonight. So I don't really feel like showering. I don't know. Oh, do you wash hair every single time you shower? Mm, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, wow. I don't wash it. Wash it. I don't use shampoo. If we're going right. to get into like my hair care routine. Here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Lay it on. <laughs> I shampoo every time. Um, I just conditioner. Uh, that's like a curly hair thing. You don't want it to dry out, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I do, yeah, get my hair wet every time right. I shower. I understand your predicament here. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, so my girlfriend has very long hair. Mm-hmm. If, if it just, and it's straight. So it's straight and it's super long. It'll end, you know, like past her waist. Yeah. And um, so what we'll do is that, you know, when uh when she washes her her hair i'll like wrap it this is my ingenious invention i'll like the hair so long i'll just like wrap it in a towel i do that too and then clip it so so you know if she turns around it's just this long towel yep you know there's like this like hair burrito that's just like sitting (laughs) boom right there you know so nice i understand you don't want to go to bed no one wants to go to bed with their hair wet that's the thing too, is like, I can't, and it, and I have to air dry it. I can't blow dry it. Otherwise mm. it'll be a frizzy mess. Mm. And that takes like a couple hours to air dry. So yeah. Yeah. But, but I mean, people do it. I need to just stop. You can just <laughs> not get your hair wet. It's very easy. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. This isn't, you know, a completely impossible task we're, no. <laughs> we're discussing here. Um. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. So going back to the taking your shoes off thing, um, I really like what you said about having that like sense of comfort, you know, like that, that you're going to stay for a while. Um, Yeah. I'm trying to think, oh, did I have that in mind when (laughs) I, when I included it in my like little opening thing or am I, am I merely, merely like in the pocket of like, big take your shoes off you know what I mean Mm -hmm. I feel like you did (laughs) (laughs) you know like come to my podcast feel at home yeah I wonder too whenever I learn like you know things like this of what some people do and some people don't I always Uh wonder if it's like a cultural thing too and or like a regional thing like I grew up in the midwest and in the south before I moved to California. And Hmm. so there's a lot of stuff like that, that like I do that my California friends who were born and raised here are like, whoa, no, I've never done or thought that. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, definitely the taking your shoes off, showering at night. The taking shoes off, definitely like uh, a cultural thing, you know? Um, And I'm pretty sure showering at, at night is a very more popular among like the Asian community, greater Asian community, you know, I, yeah, I've never thought about the showering thing, but I'm, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm willing to bet things I don't have, (laughs) you know, that showering at night is just as essential as taking your shoes off in terms of, you know, we're thinking of like cultural things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Is, is taking your shoes off before you enter someone's home more common, like in the Midwest and, and the South? I think, it's a, I think it's a Southern thing. It's like a, 
it ties into like respect and yeah huge in the south it's like all of the yes ma'am no ma'am yes sir no sir all of that is just it's just respect wow constantly showing respect for other people yeah that's great yeah i wish that you know carried along (laughs) to to the (laughs) western side of the united states (laughs) interesting interesting okay well anyways enough of the shoes um i like to i like to ask you about food because before we start recording you said you said you're like a you you say picky eater if i'm not mistaken okay so picky in like what sense just just so we know how to like navigate this yes in a in a plain sense like i other than like most vegetables i'll eat most other things but I don't like them all mixed together in one. So like when I, I don't do this anymore, but up through like high school, mm-hmm. if I got a sandwich, like a Subway sandwich, I would order a sandwich at Subway. I would open it, eat each thing individually oh. <laughs> instead of just eating the sandwich. Thank God I don't do that anymore. But <laughs> that is, that's who I am. Okay. Definitely. So you're like, you're like an ingredients, but, but, but you don't, but you don't do that anymore. I don't, I I've I've gotten better. Yeah. I'll eat eat a sandwich, but I still don't like, (laughs) eat like, I don't like broccoli. Hell no. Oh, okay. Um, Like bean, green beans. No beans of any kind. No, no beans of any kind. Beans. <laughs> that's fair it's weird. i like some like random things that you wouldn't like i love chinese food or uh i'm trying to think of what other weird things there's like some things that i will break my own rules for because yeah, i yeah. someone probably when i was a kid tricked me into trying it and i actually liked it <laughs> but for the most part it's just <laughs> Is there, is there, is there a way to like summarize your like pickiness in like one sentence? It's like, yeah. I, yeah. Um, my friends, before we go out to eat, we, we always ask, would a baby eat it? And if the answer is oh yes, then Mariah can go. Oh my God. <laughs> oh man. So, okay. So let's see things that are like spicy. Oh no, 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 no. I see. So when you, when you say plain, you mean like pretty like i love barbecue sauce but if it's too spicy it's just i can't do it got it got it okay so oh you know what all right that's not bad okay so the question i have i have for you is um aliens have arrived to our planet they come to you they say hello mariah we're aliens and we're uh also anthropologists and we'd like to know more about the thing you guys eat and call food. And so we would like to hear your experience about three to four could be more, but at least three of the, of the best things you've ever eaten. They could be from a person like grandma's recipe. They could be from a restaurant, you know, it's okay. If you don't have access to that thing anymore, let's say the restaurant closed down or something, whatever, But okay. the only rule is that you had to have eaten it. So it can't be like, oh, I would love to go to this place. And because right. I heard, you know. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Let's hear it. I, my like favorite, 
go-to. I'm going to surprise you with these answers because you're going to be like, that's not what a picky eater eats. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm crossing my fingers, man. <laughs> I like go-to cooking dish that I cook myself is Ooh. filet mignon. Whoa. Uh, I love a babies good- don't eat filet mignon. Babies don't eat filet mignon. Whatever. Um, <laughs> that oh, with like some uh, roasted potatoes and a salad. Perfect meal. Perfect. Um, also, if they come here to LA, I would have to take them to Leo's taco truck. It's my favorite taco truck. It's around the corner from me. It's just the best tacos you've ever had. Hell yeah. Um, May I, I ask your favorite tacos from Leo's Taco Show? Oh, yeah. We're um, in front of the truck right now. What are you ordering? I get six asada tacos <sighs> every time. I love steak. I'm a steak girl. I think. Okay. I okay. I don't think you're that as picky as. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. It's, I don't know. But like if I go to a restaurant and there's some weird sauce on the steak, I'm like really disappointed. And I'll scrape it off. What's what's weird? <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm, I don't really like pesto. Um, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Or I don't know. Sometimes you go to a restaurant and it's like the house sauce, and I'm just like, please. You gotta no. stop eating at these places, Mariah. Just, <laughs> just don't, just go, don't, don't go to these places. <laughs> I have found like my little. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> my places. Yeah. Yeah, there's so much there's so much good food out there in the world. You don't have to don't waste your time scraping sauce, scraping house sauce off of something. Come on. My last one would be <laughs> there was a um oh man, I can't remember what it was called, but when it, the place I grew up in in Georgia, there was um an Asian place right next to my uh, acting studio they took classes at when I was a kid mm-hmm. and it was kind of like hibachi style like uh, Benihana but it was oh. like you know mom and pop owned and it was so so good it was wow. like it was my favorite those places are just so them. cool yeah they are. they're the best man I really I really wondered how how those places did during the pandemic obviously I'm sure many closed down unfortunately yeah but man okay okay Let's say we're at that place. Okay. <laughs> what are you ordering? I get a chicken fried rice. Okay. Day. Here's the thing, though. Oh, I... boy. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I order uh, fried rice with no veggies in it. It's like no peas and carrots. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who cares about them anyways? Right? Yeah. I mean, um, no. I Just give me rice, egg, chicky. yeah easy the bare essentials you know yeah okay i don't think you're that picky i really thought i was gonna hear something like thank you that's probably my like the thing i am most embarrassed about myself is that i'm a picky eater i don't know if it's real (laughs) 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 is this what what gaslighting is (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like reverse gaslighting where it's like it's not that bad it's not, it's fine. <laughs> you know yeah i think you're good thank you <laughs> thank you tell all of my family and my friends please oh man yeah wait <laughs> i'm really trying to figure this out 
what okay so so okay so certain sauces you're skeptical about that's mm-hmm. fine that's fine i get it. It, it you know whatever it's all good certain veggies broccoli understand yeah you know the peas and carrots and fried rice totally just an accessory not you know not necessary at all no i mean this, this ain't bad you know what i'm saying not this, that bad. It's, it's like not. no it's not that bad i'm sure it was worse when i was a kid yeah probably didn't eat anything but like at like thanksgiving i don't okay. put gravy on my turkey or you know stuff like that don't eat gravy i don't eat stuffing at thanksgiving it's usually like turkey ham and mashed potatoes yeah which <laughs> is still fine why no stuffing though it's too many things i don't know oh okay 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 things it's also got a weird texture i'm very weird stuffing is weird stuffing is weird yeah yeah i had my first like proper (laughs) this is what the podcast is going to be about now (laughs) um i had like my first proper american thanksgiving probably like when i was in high school or or something um but thanksgiving yeah the thanksgiving the 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 stuffing has never been like a hot thing for me you know when someone invites me over for thanksgiving i'm not like oh thank god stuffing stuffing yeah it's not me though like some people are fucking crazy about their stuff <laughs> and i'm just don't. yeah it's not for me so maybe i don't i don't know if you're like i don't know why i'm like your lawyer in this case where it's like i don't think you're picky but i just think the common thread is if there's like a large amount of ingredients and if you don't know what they are you get a little skeptical yes right yeah yeah like like a sauce it's like well what's what's in that or like stuffing it's like what's in that you know yes yes I don't, yeah, I don't think that's that bad. I don't think that's that bad at all. Because, like, for me, picky is, like, if, if if we're eating chicken wings and someone's like, I only eat flats, I don't eat the drumsticks, I'd be like, you're picky. <laughs> I'd be like, I we're not friends anymore. My dad is a chef, and he is the worst person to go to a restaurant with. He is that person. Like, that. he's that kind of picky. Like, he knows what he wants and will order we go to mcdonald's this is the worst all right let's hear go it to mcdonald's and this man says to the mcdonald's employee we're not at a fucking restaurant he goes to says to the mcdonald's employee um you know whatever his order is and fries but i need them to be fresh i'm willing to wait okay respect you know just that kind of person yeah, he knows yeah. What he wants. he's gonna make sure he gets it <sighs> Bless his heart. Maybe it's because um, he, you know, he is a chef. So he's like, I know how to do this. So I can afford to. Yes. To be fair. Yeah. To be fair. (laughs) To be fair. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I don't think you're that picky. That's what we've. The court has decided. That's the that's that's the that's the conclusion in in the house of the Christopher You podcast. I think <laughs> you know very clear. <laughs> yeah, so much better, honestly. Let's say let's say before before we wrap up, mm-hmm. let's say because um, n- 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 now now we're talking about food. I got I got to know. Let's say you you had you had t- you know for whatever reason. Your life was going to end soon and you have time for one meal and it could be, and you, you have the ability to like time travel. So you could go, you know, get anything, 
but the same rule applies. You had you had to have eaten it before. Oh man. Okay, I'll go first. If, just okay, to help. Yeah. There's this like Taiwanese place um, in the city of Roland Heights that is no longer there anymore. It's been replaced by a hot pot restaurant that is very good, so it's okay. But we grew up going there. <clears throat> like the waitress there saw my siblings grow up, and then me because I'm the youngest of three on my mom's side. And so, um, but they had this this bowl of beef noodle soup that I feel like I just haven't found. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I just haven't found any 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 place that just comes close to that that place. Yeah. Isn't that so sad when that happens too? Yeah. Searching. Yeah, there is a place like on my list. I know of a place that's also kind of in the same area because there's a lot of. Chinese, Taiwanese, um, uh, folks that live there and open up places. There is a place that my friend was eating it on, on their Instagram. And I was like, where's that from? I was like, did you make that? Or did you buy that? He's like, no, it's from this place. It's called Cindy's kitchen. I haven't been. So I, I was, I was reluctant to say the name in case someone's like Cindy's kitchen. Um, but it, it looked very good. So I, I like to, I like to try it, but yeah, that, that place, it was called Supreme dragon. So super, stereotypical kind of <laughs> Asian name of course but yeah that place that place yeah that would be it that's the one that's the one dude <laughs> I think mine might be I don't remember what this place was called I'd have to ask my parents but when we lived in Wisconsin when I was a kid there was a steakhouse that we went to for like <laughs> I really love steak yeah yeah here's the thing oh time out time out time out time out time out time out flag on the play I don't if you really I don't think picky maybe my like definition of picky is just like really niche and like extreme but I think if you like steak you're not a picky person because steak is like I mean there's like the texture thing you're yeah. willing to deal with like the myoglobin like you know bloodish looking stuff you yeah. know it it can be fatty it can be you know not as fatty right i mean there's a lot of things there's a lot of things going on it's true you know yeah it's really just i think i get this from it's honestly like the sandwich thing because i ate a sandwich like a psycho when i was <laughs> who takes apart a sandwich and eats each thing individually That's i crazy. think oh man i i but I feel like that's more common than, than than we realize, especially during that time. Oh, great. Because <laughs> you're just making me feel so much better about this like one really big insecurity I have. Yeah, this is so good. Oh man. I'm having the time <laughs> of my life right now. No, because I think um, well, here's the thing. I I I eat noodles. So you you give me a bowl of like pho, let's say, right? Mm-hmm. So you got the the rice noodles. And there's various kinds of like cuts of beef, right? Because I like to go a little crazy, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, there's like onions and veggies and, you know, stuff like that. I just hit my mic. Sorry. Um, so what I like to do is that as much as possible, I'll eat all the other stuff first before the noodles and then eat the noodles last. I, I mean, I'll have some noodles, you know, yeah. I'll like craft the perfect bite. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but I like to, I like to get rid of everything. It, it, this this is for like every soup noodle dish. You know. Yes. The last 
you know, five to 10 bites has to be like just noodles. Everything else got to go. Because you love it though. You like, you strategically decided this is the best way to eat this meal. Yeah. Not like it's icky. I don't want it. Yeah. Another (laughs) thing I do. And then I'll say this last thing before we go back to the, why I think the sandwich thing isn't that bad. (laughs) I was, um, I was streaming. And if you're listening to this podcast, and haven't caught my stream yet, you can find me on Twitch under Twin Turbo, T-W-I-N-T-U-R-B-R-O. All right. So I was eating a sandwich and I was eating the sandwich. That, uh, this might be hard to describe um, circularly. So I was eating all the crust first, you know, until it was just like the middle because the middle's the best, like the, you know, like the donut hole air quotes of like a donut, right? That center part. That's yeah. what I, that's how I eat my, my sandwiches. No. I've never done that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sometimes eat a burger too. Like that way. Wow. I'll eat around because the middle is like, or especially the, the best. The middle's the best, you know? Um, I can't, uh, yeah, I actually, yeah. Yeah. Wow. You so, know, hey, it does yeah. make me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is so good. Um, <laughs> but here's why I think the ingredient thing is more common than, than you realize. Eating it like that is because I think uh, the, <laughs> this is my this, this is my hy- hypothesis. Okay. The world is a scary place, <laughs> right? Yeah. Especially when you're young, you know, in that in that age, um, it gets scarier as you get older. But you're you're kind of like used to it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, uh, you're kind of used to the fact that you're like, yeah, I wake up and people are dying of starvation and yes. and the rich aren't getting taxed. You know what I mean? You're just like, yeah. all right, cool. You know, like this is just how we live. This is how we operate. Right, yeah. right, right, right. But when you're young, you're like, what? This is horrible. You know, <laughs> so I think um, I think uh, sometimes the world is so wild. Right. So, you know, as like people, we all find even even picky eaters not saying you mariah but the actual picky eaters you know we we find uh we find uh comfort in in food so i think you know eating eat eating it ingredient by ingredient right Mm -hmm. so 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 you understand you know like i know exactly how this is going to go down yeah it's, it's just like a comfort thing i love that yeah that's all that's all. That's all. Yeah, now, I was just trying to, you know, hold herself. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. You know, th- th- this sandwich is for me. <laughs> God damn it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my, that's my hypothesis. I like it. Yeah, it is. I mean, obviously it's strange to see someone eat a sandwich. It is like that but i get it i get it you know because i i i have my own two little things you know but yeah. those are more not 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 necessarily about like comfort but just like enjoyment of the food like i want to end at the yes i, I want I want to end with a climax you know what i'm saying i want to end at the apex of this food experience i do that with candy like if I'm eating uh, like sweet tarts or some of my favorite candy, I mm. love the red ones and I'll save. I'll make sure I end on the red uh, one. Yeah. See? Yep. Okay. Come on. Come on. 
Come on. Come on. You're not, you're not picky. Man, I thought, I thought, I thought you're going to be really picky. We were going to have a really heated conversation, you know? No, it's better. <laughs> I've, got, I've gotten better. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I mean, like when, when it comes to being picky, I'm, I'm not saying like, it's okay. It's totally okay to like, not like certain things. Yeah. You know, as long, as long as you've like tried it, but if it's like, mm-hmm. like, again, like, oh, I only eat flats and not drum drumsticks, you know, then it's like, what, what is, what was wrong with you? Yeah. You know, flats are better. Of I course, would. of course they are. Like that is, you are correct in wanting only flats. Yeah. But yeah, the pick, you're right. It's a picky thing. It's a picky choice. Yeah. 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 Plus flats are only good. Opt- optimally right after after you've had a couple of you know so you have a few drumsticks just to break it up you know i can't wait to get back to that flat yeah you know i do know this is what life is about all right people you can't always <laughs> be on vacation you the know? message is savor your food yeah enjoy every bite exactly this psa has been brought to you. <laughs> All right. I'm glad we figured it out. <laughs> this is so funny. This is the longest conversation we've had. <laughs> it's it's taken a oh, it's, it's taken such a great great turn. <laughs> you know? Oh man. All right. Well, we should probably start wrapping this bad boy up. Um, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. It was a great time. I'm glad we 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 talked about your film kinda and then we, you know. You know? We yeah. learned a lot about each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Um feel free to plug whatever you know you want to plug. So if there's any For listeners sure. that yeah. Um you can find more about me at my website mariahgoolsby.com and then if you want to check out more about messy it's thisismessy.com. Check it out. Perfect. <laughs> um check it out at your local festival circuit. It's going to be great. <clears throat> really hope it does well. Keep my fingers crossed for you guys. So awesome. Um, yeah. Thanks so much, Mariah, for being here. Um, and if you're listening to this podcast, thank you for listening. Uh, you can uh, check out this podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please rate us five stars or however you see fit. If you want to see the video recording of this uh, podcast, you can check it out under my YouTube, which is under Christopher JU. Um, same thing for my Instagram at Christopher JU. And uh, also on my YouTube, you can find highlights from my Twitch stream. And if you uh, would like to follow me on Twitch and get notifications when I go live, you can check me out on Twitch under Twin Turbo, T W I N T U R B R O. Everything's under my link tree on Instagram. Thanks again for listening. Please take care of yourselves and, if you can, someone else as well. Bye bye. <laughs>